previously on the lineage of Moonreach. We made our way through the bridge of the Fallen and proceeded into the cavernous city of Workrag. Uh, we made our way up through this strange device and encountered a mysterious being trapped in a crystalline structure. It implored Willem to give it the Blade of Creaky Ange, and it supplied us with a vision of the past. That being turned out to be Graf, known to us as Calcifer, and he told the story of the corruption of the Bloody Brawlers and what they did to the Hobgoblins. We don't know what the Bloody Brawlers are about anymore. Everything is plunged in question, and we are about to talk once more with our friend Calcifer. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Holy fucking shit! Here we are, here we are. Once again, we are an actual play D&D podcast. Here I am once again. No. 5E. <laughs> D&D. Actual plea. Uh, <laughs> I am your host, D, Sethy, and I'm the M to the D. That's DM. Okay, I'm Seth. I'm your host and DM. And around the table, we have our players. Yo, 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 I'm Tommy T. I'm playing Toma. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. Uh... I'm Elijah, and I <laughs> play her stag, still confused about this order. <laughs> I'm Billy, and I play Willow. Okay. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I'm back. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Holy shit, she's back! <laughs> and I also play Gorble <laughs> sometimes. You guys yeah. haven't heard her for like three weeks. Yeah, it's been wild. Thought you got rid of me? Uh-uh. We tried it out. We tried it out. We really liked it. Um, <laughs> but our producer we, had other issues with it. He's dating you for now. <laughs> so you're forced to be here until... Yeah. We're going to find a the way inevitable to ease happens. her out. <laughs> uh, no. Well, at least I'm no, not never. stuck in the basement anymore. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we uh, each week we play Dungeons and Dragons for your listening pleasure and uh, record it and dole it out to you. And um, this week is episode fifty-five, six. Nope. Yes, 55. we're definitely no, beyond six. episode no, six. No, it's fifty-two. We just recorded oh, fifty-three. Sorry, fifty-four and fifty-five. Right. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. One plus one plus two plus 56. one. One plus two plus one plus one. Well, one plus episode- two plus- Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> episode 56. Um, so yeah, uh, this is what we do. This is what you're used to. Go ahead and check out our pre- Patreon if you want to, you know, submit a campfire question or, you know, get a bunch of other cool benefits. Yeah. Um, if you like what you hear, please consider donating <laughs> to our Patreon. Make us some warlocks and... Uh, and just kind of support what we do because we really enjoy doing this and we, uh, you know, it makes it a little bit easier. Um, and so, yeah, definitely check out uh, www.patreon.com slash D20 syndicate. Was it Michaela who brought up that you don't really need to say the WWW? I know, yes. but it's it's yes, fun to it say. Me. 
www. Check out http colon backslash backslash. No, I like saying it, and it takes less than a second. But if you just if you just type in D twenty Syndicate to ask Jeeves, it'll take you right to our page. Just get on dog file. I'm an Alta Vista man myself. Born that way, die that way. Was that a web service? AltaVista was a search engine, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Weird. Back in the wild, wild west of the internet. Whoa. The wild, wild west, yes. And you WWE. also lived I yeah. Fucking don't <laughs> dox me, Jesus. You don't anymore. Now, now Seth's stands are going to find him and cut him up. <laughs> and my enemies. At the house he doesn't live in any longer. <laughs> I mean, that, that leaves a trail. Yeah, they're just going to follow the paper trail. Yep. He was here, now he is here. And they're going to be cutting pieces off of him, and we cut pieces off of him. I mean, they're not going to run out of pieces. I only have so many toes. There's only so many pieces that can be cut off. Left. We're saving the big ones because they're still balanced. And they are big. Really balanced on them still. Basically, a whole other foot. Um. (laughs) Fucking. We were wrestling one time, and he fucking gouged my neck with his toe. He, He had me pinned down, and I couldn't use my arms, and so I just hooked my foot up and around and stabbed him in the neck with my big toe. And he's like, ah, my dick! <laughs> Life finds a way. And that's or how I got my disease. <laughs> Your big toe is very, very meaty. It's it is. It's huge. So meaty. You Your know what they say about huge toes? Yeah. Fucking impossible to find shoes. <laughs> you have to have you have to have big floor mats. Yeah, the planter warts are terrible. <laughs> the corns are just fucking horrendous. So now that we've lost most of our audience, <laughs> yeah, now that all the cool people are still around, let's talk about D and D. Let's talk about Seth's corns. <laughs> Got to take a belt sander to them. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that was a really good sound effect. Thanks. <laughs> that was really good, yeah. Um, I'm going to pay you money for that. It was a real belt sander. <laughs> it was a real belt sander. I borrowed it you from the neighbor. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think we should... <laughs> Okay, I think we should switch to the campfire question. Around the campfire question. So, this week, we're going to allow you the opportunity to world build here. Build. Build. World build here on the D20 Syndicate podcast. (laughs) 55. Uh, Yeah, you guys can world build. And I'm going to have you, since I recently uh, showcased, you know, not on the show, but... I showcase the calendar to the players so that they can actually see what the fuck is going on and how crazy weird my uh, my chronological system is. Um, I'm going to have them each describe an event or holiday that takes place in the world and when it takes place and kind of what it's all about. So I'm going to start with Gorble. Gorble, give me a holiday in the world of Argaria. Not necessarily in villain, but, you know, if you want to make it villain, that's great, too. So, mine isn't technically an official holiday, but it's this little span of time right in between our Liberation Day and the Harvest Festival, mm-hmm. All of during times of peace, when all of the soldiers are away doing whatever soldiers do, <laughs> who knows, they come back for the Harvest Festival and they all come marching into town at the same time, and there's always a huge party and it's 
just a blast. Everyone's super happy to see them. Everyone's too distracted to realize that they're leaving drinks out for little kids to sit from. <laughs> so it was always my favorite time of year. Nice. Was All that right. in the fall? Yeah. Yep. So there's a 30-day stretch between um, the Liberation Day on the 16th and uh, usually the Harvest Feast, which I believe is on the 46th. So, so yeah. So what, what's that uh, holiday called? It's not an official holiday. Oh. It's just basically like, like as you described it, like Fleet Week. Um, yes. It's when, you know, all the Navy comes in. and Homecoming. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's also how I described it. Yeah, so something like that. It's a, it's a yeah, yes. it's an unofficial time, but basically like military leave. Um, but yeah, so canon. Seth, by the way, also has this calendar that he just recently made. He said that. Um, did he say that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we should probably make a post- detailing it a little bit okay yeah uh, you don't even need to show like all the days but explain that they're different from our seasons and shit like that yeah just so as a quick overview for you listeners there are six months in a standard year and 360 days each month well five of the months are 70 days long and most of them are named after the seasons there's summer uh winter fall and spring um, but there's also frost, which is the period of time before autumn and, or before winter and after autumn. And then there's a 10 day stretch, which is basically like uh, it's right at the end of the year. It's right before spring and it's basically downtime. It's pretty much like nobody does anything work related. Everybody's getting prepared uh, for the first day of spring and that's called thaw. And so, um, yeah, it's not wholly different, but it is, uh, you know, it's a it's, you know, kind of turning around a little bit. Um and uh, it also, on that calendar, tracks the phases of the three moons. So um, once we kind of get that on there, um, you can kind of see, you know, what we're, uh, we're talking about. So um, let's go with Willem. Tell me a holiday in the world. All right. So uh, we're going to go with an elvish holiday. Okay. Uh, it's called... Te- Name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not here. <laughs> Get out of my confessional booth. <laughs> Telling about how much I love Derek. <laughs> uh, so it's an Elvish holiday and it's called Tet Atonal. Nope, I already fucked it up. <laughs> Do you want me to pronounce it? Nope. Tet Eternal. Is it Erulan? <laughs> Erulan, yes. Erulan. Okay, so we're going to go with an Elvish holiday uh, and it's called Tet Otonal Erulan. Uh, it's essentially... Feast of the Open Moon. Uh, it's usually within the first week of spring, and is basically where your family gets together, and all of their neighbors, and everybody kind of just has this gigantic feast uh, where we get gather up any of the provisions that we had left over from the winter that we were saving up to make room for the spring harvest and all the new. Uh, vegetation and plants and crops and shit like that. And uh, it's what is the principal identifiers in it? The full moon of Erulan, correct? The full moon of Erulan, yep. Which is the medium sized moon. It's greenish color and it's got a 32 day uh, phase period. And that is because uh, mine and Lewin's mother, uh, Lagaya, she kind of introduced it into our family and we always uh, observed it. 
each year mm-hmm. uh, in the first week of spring, and I had a lot of a lot of good memories with our family and that that holiday. And so. Erulan is the principal, um, like for a little bit of lore backstory, the elves revere Erulan as like the most influential moon, and so that's kind of a, a, another reason why it's it's the one they regard the highest. We have three moons. Yes, there are three. There's Ela, there's Erulan, and there's Neff. All right, uh, Tomar. Uh, <clears throat> my dad would always tell me about this event that happened on the first day of frost and dust fire. It happens every year, and it's this weird anomaly. But he would he used to take my mom there because it was like a big party town, and everybody got like super happy, and they were celebrating the first day of frost. But every year, it's called the Night of the Shimmering Sea. To signal the first day of frost, for some reason, the the sand dunes they uh, it gets cold out there that day, and they pick up like a light sheen of snow, and the moon bounces off the dunes vividly, and it creates this like opalescent shimmer that people from Dustbire can just watch, and they just get drunk and they party and they just watch the the shimmering sea, and then for most of the rest. Of frost, it's still pretty warm there, mm-hmm. and there isn't really much snow. But every time that frost begins, it just shows up, and nobody really knows why. Very nice, Cannon. Also, Willem's Cannon. <laughs> um, Pinwin. Okay, so my holiday is actually a shade home holiday, mm-hmm. and it happens for the first full moon that occurs in summertime, mm-hmm. and. Basically, what we do is it's essentially like kind of like the dress up idea of Halloween. But instead of using like costumes and stuff, there's so many fucking leaves because they live in trees. So (laughs) they fashion the leaves. Some people get really into it, really intricate. And we all use leaves to make a costume. There's a costume contest and then we pick the best one. And then the day is full of parties and well, not parties, but. It's a big party, basically. There's dancing, and there's games, and merriment, and drinks, of course. So it's really fun. Shade Home Halloween? Canon. What is it <laughs> called? Is it called Halloween? Isn't it called the Shade Home Day of Wayward Spirits? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. Yep. Uh-huh. That's the one. Canon. Carry on my wayward spirits. <laughs> We're in Shade Home now. It's neat. <laughs> they are leaves all over my costumes. <laughs> and let's drink some more. Herstag. Favorite holiday or event? Well, um, <laughs> this is kind of funny because uh, <laughs> mine is a little bit similar to Penwin's. Really? Yeah. Um, you'll see. So <laughs> here we go. Mine uh, is not a um, official national holiday mm-hmm. uh, by any means. It is a uh, it's a druidic holiday. Um, that takes place in the Midland Wilds, uh, and basically, there's no set date. <clears throat> Once a year, uh, during winter, Leithondria's leaves fall, and on the day that the final leaf falls, we druids gather together under the tree, 
we make um give ourselves you know leaves in our hair mm-hmm. all over our clothes maybe some flowers and we just show our appreciation appreciation uh to Laethandria and um just kind of hope that she comes back because <laughs> <laughs> she is very very old uh she does a lot for the forest and um we we aren't 100% sure what her nature is <laughs> so we just hope to see her again Everyone's like laughing and dancing nervously the whole time <laughs> it's it's there's no dancing no laughing it's it's, it's a somber affair yes yes like oh boy Any cavorting? she's sleeping now she might not wake up again we don't know Please come back to us, Laethonria, please. Well, that doesn't sound anything like Penguin's holiday. Penguin sounds fun. We we wear leaves. That's the only similarity. Uh, uh, but we druidcraft them and um, just make ourselves, you know, look and smell uh, wonderful. And uh, just kind of hang out around the tree, you know, kind of <laughs> communing with her, asking her to come back. <laughs> and that is it. Please God, and the druidic <laughs> word for this holiday is Verd I'm terrible with druidic pronunciation, by the way. And dwarvish. Ow. And uh You made the word Sylvan. Let me try here. Uh, it's Verdan Valen Valen. Verdan Valen. Verdan Valen. And I'll show you the spelling so you can actually know how it, I imagined it being like Ver, Verdan Velan or oh. Ve, Ve, Velan or something like that. Verdan Velan. Yeah. I like that. That sounds really good. Verdan Velan. Yeah. You think any time, like any particular year where Leithandra is like spiteful, she's like, I'm not coming back. She's like, tell him. Yeah. Like, no, please, please. That's kind of what I, where I thought that was going almost. Like, and we all just hope that she comes back because she can. That's be it. If you a, keep jacking off over there, I am not coming back. She she can so, be kind of a fickle bitch. I mean, so you know how she like left there for a while when we were in the forest. I couldn't talk to her. She wouldn't respond. Sometimes she comes back late, so we just kind of stick around nervously. Waiting That's for her to return. Because recess time is for Laethandria too. Yeah. And like, you need to go outside and have your recess. Yes. <laughs> so she's sleeping and, uh, you know, her leaves might come back, but she she might not come to consciousness. Her alarm didn't go off. She's yeah. very sorry. <laughs> yeah. She had so one too many last night. We're always very grateful once she returns. All right. Very nice. Canon. Sweet. As you recalled, as the world turns. As the world turns. You watched a vision happen, and as it fades from your your the vision from your vision, um, <laughs> the the sh- crystalline structure kind of uh, the image fades away and it starts to go back to its original blue bluish hue, and uh, now you can all hear a voice kind of speaking to you, um, though it sounds very far away and weakened. Um, you can hear the same voice that you heard coming from Graf in the vision is now somewhere disembodied around you. And he kind of reiterates what you saw in that vision and says, I learned 
of what happened in that cave, and I could never come to terms with it. So, after we defeated the Lich, I returned to Ka'alu, and that is where I dwelt for some time. Why do they call you Calcifer? They call me Calcifer, because when I first arrived with the Bloody Brawlers, I did not speak common as well as I do now, or even later, and I thought they were you know, the traditional way of greeting for a hobgoblin is to ask where someone's from. And so I thought that's what they were asking, so I said in goblin, Ka'alucifer, which means I am from Ka'alu, the place of purple stones, and they took it as my name. What were the brawlers doing? Why did they sacrifice your family? There's apparently magic in Hobgoblin blood here in Verdlin. We were the first. We were the first race here thousands and thousands of years ago before anyone else showed up. We came over from what you refer to now as Mir and Luke, and we had finally found our home after we were had our exodus from there. And we are very much tied into the land itself, and our gods walked freely among us and imbued this land with their magic and their mind and their... They put deep, deep magical roots here. So everywhere here in Vildlin is Hobgoblin, very much to its inner core. You have every right to be mad about what happened to your people. What you don't have a right to do is what you've done since then. That's not how you answer what the bloody brawlers did. You're just answering injustice with more injustice for other innocent people. Like, why should people of future generations pay for what happened to yours? I'll admit that for a long time I was very angry. What's happening to you is not because of me. I am not the calcifer that plagues you. That is a different hobgoblin parading around. Which one is he? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was out of character. Go on. He parades around calling himself calcifer, using it as... Uh, wrapping himself in it like a cloak as if he's doing some greater good. I can only imagine where he got the idea and learned anything about it. How do you know about him? I came here specifically. It's it's rather hard to explain. Um, I've been here for over 1,500 years. I've been awake and aware this whole time. I've been speaking to some of the deep gods of the hobgoblins. They whisper in my ear, threatening me, cajoling me, making fun of me for being trapped here. What happened in the mountain? That's when the Soulforge went uh, inactive. Yes, unfortunately, it was maybe 
a century or two after what happened in the mountain that I woke up in this crystalline structure. I was here. Is he still in the structure, by the way? Yeah. Okay. You can just hear his voice. I, I was here, here on, a, on an errand. I, As I said, it's complicated. I was able to travel back in time hundreds, thousands of years. I, I, as I said, I was an angry person, and I was angry with Rayolodian, but I knew that I could not defeat him. And so, in order to defeat him, I made a, a very foolhardy pact with a creature who allowed me to go back in time, and my plan was to kill the line of Verdolin so that Rayolodian would never happen. And in order to do that, I had to get close to him. And unfortunately, Rayolodian had a way about him that put everyone under his thrall. Before I knew it, I was one of his chief advisors and helping him in his cause, and I'd forgotten my own. And he even sent me here as a diplomat to marry the nation together among all the races. Uh, Chiefly, he wanted to make sure the dwarves were on his side in the coming conflicts that uh, began the Fifth Age. So how long has this iteration of Calcifer been around? As far as I can tell, just a a few years. He he came from Ka'alu. Uh, that's what I've learned from those whispers, those those deep gods. He came from Ka'alu and within the last few years has been very active in, in resurrecting something. They won't tell me. They only tease me and, and punish me. Well, he's referenced the hobgoblin plight before as part of his motivation. Like, why? how does he know about any of that? Why does he care about it? Like, did you meet with him or talk to him at all? I have never met him. How would he have heard your name? I do not know. I did not stay long after leaving the Bloody Brawlers. I made that pact and I came back here. You said why you were here. What happened here specifically? The Soul Forge was active when you got here. It was, yes. So what happened? I was attacked by a powerful foe who kept himself robed, though I suspect that, uh... He's hung like a fucking horse. (laughs) (laughs) I... I suspect... Big swinging dick. I suspect he was also not from the time that I had returned to. I feel like he had perhaps traveled as well. He seemed to know exactly what my motives were, and the way he spoke was much more modern than the people now spoke people now uh, sorry sorry from <laughs> when i when i arrived here okay more modern than now <laughs> um that's called the future <laughs> who did you make a pact with i made a pact with a, a nameless demon who promised me that if i, I uh, he, he i don't know if he was a demon for sure he was some powerful powerful you creature. didn't think to fucking check at least his name first before you made a deal with him? I did not. He he arrived from another plane. He looked 
a bit like perhaps a, a tiefling or a demon, and he wore extravagant finery, and he convinced me that it was in my best interest to help him, and he would help me as well and send me back so that I could exact my revenge on the line of Veldlin and stop Raelodian from ever occurring. Oh, that sounds like Kenny. <laughs> I know who he's talking about. Why? Okay. So we know that the Bloody Brawlers wanted to use Hobgoblin blood to bring about something. What were they trying to do? Like, what did they want with the blood? I believe it had something to do with an older power. Perhaps even the some of the deeper, older gods of the Hobgoblins. I am not 100% sure of what was in Raelodian's mind. But like, did they have good intentions? Like, did they want to stop the Lich? Or did they cause the Lich? It, w- it was definitely something that happened after the Lich was established, but I do believe that whatever it was helped Raelodian defeat the Lich. When we fought her, it was like something I had never seen before. The power that flowed through him the things that he was able to do with that power was... I've, I did not even see our wizard companion perform such feats. He seemed like an asshole. Like a straight-up asshole. Like, it seemed Agreed. like he was relishing in what he was doing. I I agree. And was that your sword that he had, Corbel? That was definitely That's the, the one. sword. You... Like, all of these artifacts we have on us are, like, tainted... Well, by the bloody brawlers and their absolute assholery. I know that my blade is not tainted. Except if you count my memories, which I'll admit are, some of them are quite dark. Do you bear the sword of Krikianj? He put it in your hand, Currently, you are bearing it, technically, but... Who is its owner now? Me. Indirectly. Okay. By proxy. Ergo vis-a-vis. It's previous owners trapped in another plane. Being a god. It seems that the owners of that blade go on to of be premier in historical significance somehow and some way. So... Well, it's last I wielder... I say that, yeah. It's last wielder is sitting on the throne of vines now. Do you know anything about that? I do not know. There are so many nameless gods in this world, some forgotten. There were hundreds when the hobgoblins first arrived here. Did you ever go into the cave outside of Moonreach or Kalu? Kalu. Did you ever go there? Yes, I did. That was where my clan, the Greylux, that's where we lived, in that cave. Why'd you live in a cave? We were isolated from the rest of the city because of the superstition surrounding our clan. Oh, because you were magical? Yes, in, in a way, but I think they treated us with such suspicion because of our dark history and the fact that we were prone to our anger, if you will. We didn't as much adhere to the rules that the Hobgoblins had established, but it was because of this that we were able to become dominant and survive. I mean, they seemed nice enough. That one guy had, like, a crush on that 
tiefling gal. That was my younger brother. Whatever happened to her? Because it ended weird with her. I suspect that she still lives. Even now, I can feel her presence somewhere in this in this country. (laughs) Your characters never die. (laughs) (laughs) They just live on forever. Jesus. Um. Do you? How strongly can you sense her presence? She's right over there. <laughs> Are you talking like you can smell her perfume, or like uh, you can Google Maps her? Or uh, it's a it's a vague sense. I'm not sure how close or far away she is, but I believe that she is still here somewhere. Can, can you tell if she's like in duress or I can in hiding? I cannot, unfortunately. But you, I I dwell dwell here, but I can already tell not for very long. And that was where we dwelled, in in the cave and around the cave. That's where our section of the village was. When you lived there, did the cave itself have any magical uh, properties? Yes. It was actually the first place that we established there before Ka'alu became a a village in its own right. Um, That's where it was all based around. Did you guys put in the pool? The, the pool. Yeah, was that an aftermarket edition? A, a pool in there. Oh, the wellspring. That's how you get to the one who sits on the throne of vines. Uh, that is interesting because that was how we spoke to our, our gods. We would bask in the waters because the waters, we don't know where they came from. Oh, guys, they were just we- always there. Did we turn Lewin into a hobgoblin god? Hobgoblin? Hey. <laughs> hey. Or just a super god and she's a god to a bunch of things. Now. Maybe it's like Goblin Tob. Santa, or you got you just believe whatever and then it's the thing that's there. So was that a Like to some people it's Saint Nicholas and yeah. to us it's Santa Claus? Yeah. Was or it- yeah. <laughs> yes. Is it just a doorway to other planes that hold other or like the room of requirement. Yeah. But with was, for, was that cave there before you guys got there? Did it was. You? Yes. Okay. Was there a big ass monster in there? There were no monsters when we were there. Like a cluck mm. cluck. But it was the You don't remember the big ass tentacle monster? It's where we found our first lineage stone. That was in that cave? Yeah. It was right underneath the Yeah, the floor collapsed yeah. and everything. There was another cave underneath. There was like a tentacle came out of the pool area and shit. Like it was going ham. Oh yeah. Jesus. Fuck. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of a different monster. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the Caragula. Caragula, yes. Oh. Like I was like, wait, what? Throwback. Too many caves, pools. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So sorry, that's no. where you found the first lineage stone. That it, that's where we found it, and we knew when we found it uh, that it was meant to be. I wasn't alive then, but that's the way that the the histories speak. And uh, your people were the first people in Veildolin. The hobgoblins, yes. They were. We were. We were all. All that was here, and then when Veildolin came down. That's when everything changed. Well, where so the, the hell did the fucking stones? cave come from then? Yeah, so they were the, here before any of the people were? I suppose so. I wonder if there were people here Insight before. check. Insight check. There you go. 
Okay. <laughs> There's something fishy about that. I got a... 18. 28. Don't have a lot of it. I only have a plus three to insight. <laughs> 24. Um, yeah, all of you that are inciting, <laughs> being insightful, inciting uh, a riot. It he definitely sounds genuine. It's hard to tell; it's a disembodied voice. But sure. Speaking of which, he's still encased in the yep. crystal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just see hands. So Willem, Willem kind of walks up and. How do we get you out of here? I, if I knew that, I would have left a long time ago. I do not know. How to escape, and at uh, this point, I don't think that... Well, how'd you get in there? Let me start by asking that. I was attacked. I was ambushed. You were attacked by a, a man, a man, hobgoblin eating crystal? I, He cast this spell on me and sealed me in. That's the last thing I remember. What kind of cloak was it? It was a, uh, it was a red cloak. It was from Coles. Are, hmm. are you alive, or are you... I am not. My soul is just barely hanging on. Was, okay. Out of character question: Was the guy with the wooden mask and the other one shot wearing a red cloak? He, yeah, he was wearing kind of like a crimson cloak. Crimson is definitely red. Oh, oh, what other oh. one shot? I don't remember who the that one is. where the you guys one. ended up getting the thing that banished oh. them to the other dimension. Oh, what? Yeah, the one you you at Gen Con, the yeah. Gen Con one shot. Oh, the one with <laughs> we the, all reacted later. Yeah, the oh. lizard people. Well, yeah, the the guy that hired you guys oh. to check out the spoopy mansion, and then he he was wearing a mask and he, he turned like on Jack you guys. Jack of Blades, yeah, was wasn't he super Quaith. weak though? Uh, I mean, yeah, he was from a different guys, plane. He said, like yeah. he didn't even belong there. Yeah, one of you guys did throw like an axe at him or something. I, I rolled think. a one though. No, somebody hit him in the back with an axe. Yeah, and he was somebody, like, I'll take it out. Yeah, and <laughs> but he, it was, he def- was not there's, happy. There was definitely shenanigans. Yeah. Going on. Anyway, anyway, I don't know that. So, mm. um, back, oh yeah, back to reality. <laughs> now you remember um, the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I I remember. Oh, okay. Um, what about the bloody brawlers? Like, there, there's obviously some good in them. They wanted what was best for the land at the time. I I I've had time to think about it. I do believe that. Maybe even maybe at first I don't know towards the end, but I do believe that the bloody brawlers were they did have good intentions initially, and perhaps they felt that what they did was the only way they could defeat the Lich Queen. But I still can't get over the murder of my brothers and my kin, and yeah. that's. I'd be Something mad. that Veldelin also participated in. Though, when I was in his presence, I happily did his bidding. I will say, very sorry about what happened. Yeah, with that's all terrible. That, so sad. How do you do that with the sword? It was the sword that did it, right? Yeah, it, it was the wolf's blood, wolf's bane blade. Wolf blood blade. The, can I, the wolf blood Can I try something blade. with you? suppose. Hold on, was Herstag, you were going to say something? Probably. 
you said you're very sorry that that happened to you. But, but it sounded oh, like a butt was happening. I was yeah. going to go on to say, <clears throat> um, I mean, maybe it was, wasn't even, maybe the, in all of the brawlers weren't even corrupt. Well, some of them weren't, like uh, Randy like, or whatever his name was. Yeah, Randy. It, it had a hold over Randy, and it sounds <laughs> like, it seems to me very likely that whatever magic he gained, whatever power he gained from those rituals he was doing with the Hobgoblin goblin blood or whatever, maybe it corrupted him, Raylodian, and... They were all under his thrall, including the the rest of the brawlers. Well, it kind of seemed like maybe Rendir could have been an okay guy, but he was controlled by the wolf thing going on. Yeah, what was yeah, up with that? It was, was like, that was wild. Did yeah, Raylodian kill that? him first or something and then turn him into like a werewolf thing? What were you going to propose, Corbel? Can you do that with I, your sword? What were you I gonna, don't know. What were you going to try? I him? was just going to see if... I mean, I, I'm now the keeper of the sword. If I instructed him to submit, do you think that would work? Instructed whom? I mean, he's dead. Yeah, but I, you have to kill someone with a wolf blood blade to turn them into... But your, he's dead um, and encased in crystal? Is he dead? Are you dead? I already asked him. He's dead. He I'm said dead. he's dead. Yeah, mm. I am dead. What keeps you stuck here, Submit. then? If your body's dead and stuck in the crystal <laughs> thing, why is your soul stuck? Nothing happens. <laughs> I have been utilizing the last of my powers to hold on with the most tenuous of threads to this life. I I watched as Calcidney, one of the br- brawlers came here looking for me and she could not hear my voice and I do not know what happened to her but I felt her life force fade once she went beyond here oh they said she went missing so she was last here yes as far as I know it wasn't long after that that she dissipated did she also make a pact with a demon that's what the rumors are surrounding her I believe that she did, though I do not know for sure. Can you help us reignite the Soul Forge? I I don't think that I can, but I, I do believe that that's why she came here. Looking for me and to find a way of stopping something from happening. I sensed her thoughts. They were full of chaos, anger, and confusion, but there was a clear purpose. She was heading for the Soul Forge. And she was a dwarf? Yep. Her and the Butcher. And the Soul Forge was burning at that time still. It was. So you don't it, know... It not, sorry, when, when she arrived, that was... After you had already... Oh, much, long after much it, later, had been it had gone cold. Okay. What caused it to go cold? Like, your presence has been here this whole time. As I said, I didn't become aware until 
maybe a hundred or two hundred years after. Fuck! Something, right? <laughs> something happened. I jiggle my fist in the air. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet that it had something to do with Veodlin. He sent me here as a diplomat, but there are much better people suited for the job. Wait, you you didn't know? I'm confused now. So Veodlin was alive when Rayalodian was alive? No, I came back in time, as I mentioned. Oh, right. How did you do that? You made a pact? I made a pact. That, is that the only way you can do that? I. That's the only way I had found. And I don't know if there are other ways, but I do know that it worked. Though, it did not work in my favor. We need to find a way to kill the new lich without sacrificing hobgoblin blood. Maybe we... I'm just spitballing here. Maybe we need to go back in time to see what happened with the Lich at the time. Because whatever they did... Yeah, we've got this kind of it didn't huge work. gap. Yeah, we have a... Where we, we don't have, know. We have a picture constructed and there's a huge piece missing somewhere. Yeah. That... That's what's missing. We need to know what happened to what I don't do. like the idea of going back in time. But if there's some way that we could get... Some some idea of what happened there if we could Satan appears it. and hey so you want to make a deal hey cool guy <laughs> <laughs> want to go back in time huh maybe uh maybe something that's old enough that was alive at that time like Valoris Varolis isn't that what I said Valor- you said Valoris Varolis yeah <laughs> Varolis um, <laughs> Velcro I mean, Graf you know, was. There's, there's a lot of, but he doesn't know stuff too. But I guess you were on the outside a little bit. Yes. Is and there any way that your subconsciousness can be tapped, and we can use your? Maybe you have locked memories about what happened while you were here, and not conscious. I, I suppose anything is possible. I, I don't know. I wish we had one of them, um, them, those seers. There's seers out there that can, like, that that can, um, like, sense past events. We don't have one of those. We should get us one. Hmm. I don't know what that is. I am very. Like the the ladies that like walk is through there, your biograph. Is there anything else you, you needed to tell us? And stuff. What? <laughs> Never mind. Is there Maybe anything else? Maybe it's el- just a druid thing. <laughs> is there anything else you need to tell us before you go? If you have the raiments of the bloody brawlers, you have not fully unlocked their potential. I would spend some time. just all accidentally commit suicide with their <laughs> weapons. How did they... So they got their weapons from I'm someone else, too. with the bows. Like, <laughs> yes. like put her on your head. <laughs> <laughs> just standing on the bowstring. And like, 
<laughs> yeah, tuning in a bow and arrow at yourself, just Ernest Hemingway, whipping, your, whipping <laughs> yourself with Ray Lodian's belt. <laughs> <laughs> My ear gets real happy tree friends suddenly. So they were gifted these raiments. was that? How will we know what to do? I don't know how to advise you on Do I need to cut myself with my own Somebody blade? shake the crystal and tap on it or something. I am fading. Hey! <laughs> Shit. You don't have permission. Thank right, you for right. your information. What if I cut him a little bit with my wolf blood blade? Cut his hand. His body's dead, though. He's I dead. I nicked him. There is no, there, no blood even comes <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, <I wish> that. <laughs> Fuck! So, are we all gonna cut ourselves now? Is that what's happening? I would wait. Um, if if more can happen, so so we don't want to become Raylodian. No, No, he cut himself with the blade. We don't want that to happen. Well, right now I'm just creating. Fucking werewolves everywhere maybe, anytime I kill someone. Maybe these things are not things we want. Maybe they are cursed maybe items. That's, yeah, that's like, a may, good like point. maybe we need to do things differently than right. Raylodian. Maybe they we mess need to things destroy up. these things. Then should I even be using this? Probably not. I mean, my other weapons that are kind thing, of shit by comparison. That thing sucks. What if it turns out to it be like be the key awesome. to, you know. I could create an entire army. Of werewolves. Which yeah, sounds but, fucking rad. But your fucking vision had you running away from that shit. That's true. Like, too. it seems like if you go down this path, you're going to fuck yourself. And you're not going to know how to control the power inside you're of it. You're probably going to become Raylodian and Who become corrupted. You're going to be Gorbalodian. I stopped using the butcher's armor. Like, I think what we look need at to it. Do- like, and I pull it out of my bag. Look how jagged and fucking evil this shit looks. Well, look how fucking awesome this is. Am that I? looks like an evil weapon. What about my bow? My bow looks nice. Yeah, but you told we me... We sing it, to each other. That's weird. That's not what bows are supposed to do. <laughs> Can slippers be fine. evil? <laughs> <laughs> They're they just, they just fucking look, slippers. They look so nice on you. Will. And did you see Thank what happened? You. Do you see what happened in the, in the past? Like... That one guy had the bow and arrow, and it, he talked to it, and it did something too. But it sounded way evil and shit. Like, well, maybe it was the wrong guy, and I'm the right guy. That's him. That's the guy. Maybe what it draws we? from your own personal intention. Yeah, like Voldemort's wand. These are just wands. Huh? We need <laughs> some guidance. We need. Talk to someone we need a, that knows about find a financial advisor. Yes. Let's try and light we the need forge. An Let's try and light the forge. <laughs> what I was gonna suggest is we free worker ag and we talk to him. Oh yeah, he might know. Maybe he can help us help guide us on our path, because we're we're trying to, you know. My only other option is to suggest you throw those weapons away and we just go fight the So lich. someone else can find them? Yeah, no. Or just like get rid of them somehow. But what if we what if we relight the forge and throw 
and use the weapons to forge new ones or like just one mega weapon that can destroy the phylacteries the phylacteries Well, it's like the, the legend of the forge. You give it something to make something else. And with us using these magical, already magical items in something called the soul forge, with us being, I mean, maybe being a little bit gracious, but, uh, or a little bit more optimistic, untainted for the most part, souls, maybe with our good intentions, we can actually make something that can help this world instead of just perpetuating a cycle of corruption. But what if they are evil weapons? And they create more and evil. And then we that's what we're feeding this forge? Like maybe what it's if we like just math. End up creating something Maybe it's like math. Two negatives will make a positive. I don't get it. If it's a, <laughs> if it's some kind maybe of Maybe it's like holy... alphabet. <laughs> If it's some kind of holy forge, oh, okay. that makes sense. I mean, just... there there isn't anything. Any words I understand. I don't think that there are weapons that exist that could argue with the the will of a of a god. To that extent, how does one free a god that's been captured, or where, where even is Wire Craig? Okay. <laughs> so once more, I will tell the story of Ackerman Hammerhand. Uh, I just want to pin one. Do you want to go take a walk? Or <laughs> so he, yeah. I'm going to try and do the short version. He he also he was what the dwarves are based on. He was the first being that created us. Didn't ask who, asked where. He came here to the mountain. He discovered the Soul Forge. It was already a thing before, but the heart of the forge was frozen. And he pierced it with his hammer. The fires inside consumed him, and his soul bonded with the forge. And he was able to create all sorts of things with that power, including our people. So he's literally the fire of the soul forge. Yes. His soul is the soul forge. Yes. So by freeing Craig... Uh, we would <laughs> thus be Craig. Craig. <laughs> you ain't got shit to do today, Craig. Fantastic um, dwarfish accent. <laughs> uh, we would thus be destroying the Soul Forge. What? What'd you say? Say it again. If we free Craig, we'd be destroying the Soul Forge. No, because he's we, the thing that's powering it. The Forge. The, the forge. forge is dead right now. That's why. Tomar can't hear him. So we need uh, when, to recreate what so Agraman Hammerhand did. To be clear, I asked where is Wirecrag, and you said he was in the Soul Forge, in the heart of the Soul Forge. But yet, the Soul Forge is dead. I think we need to do exactly what Agraman Hammerhand did and pierce the heart of the Forge to reignite it. But then we'd be trapped in the Soul Forge. Nobody's asking you to do anything, Willem. We just need to find it. But one of us would then need to be trapped in the Soul Forge. That might be a possibility. What? Let's just find it. Is this what you weren't telling us? Is this what you were specifically intentionally holding back? 
<laughs> you guys, we just went through this with my sister, man. We're all, we are in the fight of our lives here. There's going to be a risk for all of us. I don't know what's And the happen. less of us there are in the fight, the less of a chance we all have to see the fight through. We're just, at this point, we're on a tour of laying down our lives. I don't know what's going to happen, but my life, my life is already forfeit. I'm not fucking letting you go too, man. When I was in the ethereal plane, I gave up a part of my soul. So if I die anyway, my soul is going to be trapped there. There's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing that can stop that. Part of my life force is also tied to Lothianya. Like, my soul's already broken into pieces. You need to stop. God damn it. Willem grabs the the blade Mm -hmm. from Graf's hands and just starts hacking at the crystal. Um, It seems pretty much impervious to the cuts of the blade. He doesn't even care. He's just pissed and he's trying to just get that energy out. I'm going to look around the room. Tell so, Tomar. What the fuck are we doing? I don't I don't want you to give up hope. This is the first time that I've had any hope since I've come back. This is something that I feel like I do believe that this is what needs to be done. But I do believe as well that there could be some other way. Yeah, there's got to be some other way. It doesn't necessarily need to be a sacrifice here. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't even know if that's what's the, what the problem is. We need to just go and see what we're looking at when we get in there. So we so we should go. We should go to the... Where's the Soul Forge? Where is it exactly in here? I don't know. I'm going to look for it. But... <laughs> Roll perception for Soul Forge. <laughs> I do think we need to be extra careful now because, as Graf just said, he saw Chalcedony come in. She was fine when she was out here, and then when she proceeded on, bad shit happened. He sensed her presence. Yeah, not not, not necessarily that she was even in here. She might no. have just been in the mountain somewhere. Well, we don't know. But she might have went sensed, to the deep place. Yeah, he sensed Maybe. her presence fade. We don't know where she went. I feel like she was probably trying to get to went the same to place the soul forge, we're trying to get to. And it fucking consumed her, and now she's just fucking gone. And now you're wanting to do well, the what same if thing. she's trapped in there? What if we can get her out? Ooh. Why don't we try to talk to Lewin? How do oh. we communicate with if her? If we can... I mean, we need some divine guidance here. Maybe she could help us. You know, with this task. Well, let's go to the forge first and then try and contact her. Okay. It might be like a beacon or something. It might be a way that we can reach her easy. Is anybody else like kind of mind fucked right now that mm-hmm. potentially Lewin could be a, are you thinking maybe a hobgoblin god? I don't think that's what that is. Why like did- when, when father was talking to us, he was saying, even with Workrag, he's an aspect of that as well. He just might be like a zenith of God, essentially, for all of the races. Like, people are worshipping all these other things, but it could all just mean one thing. Like, from what I understand, Lewin 
is sort of equal to work reg. Doesn't doesn't that kind of make you feel like a little bit more connected to all of these hobgoblins who were living in our home? I think the answer is that we're all people and we shouldn't be fucking killing and, each and other. And you shouldn't have like secret mountains where only certain kinds of people are welcome. <laughs> I didn't create the rules, man. Like, I don't think well, we, the answer is like war. Em. We have to find a way for peace to happen. Now can we please just look for this fucking forge? What I think, I think that we have a few things going for us compared to the bloody brawlers. We have their cursed weapons. That kind of sucks. We'll try to figure that out. But we have some very powerful beings looking down on us. I think we need to, you know, carry on and have a little bit of faith. We're also doing this all willingly. We're not being... Well, I don't know. We're not sound, yeah, we know of. Well, We're not that's, sounded, it that's sounds what a, to me like Ray Lodian put his, his trust in the wrong thing. He gave himself up for that power. All I'm saying is it's not completely out of the question that we're being manipulated in some way or another. Crazy people don't sit around wondering if they're crazy, so mind slaves wouldn't sit around wondering if they're being controlled by someone else. But you are wondering that, which would make you not a mind slave. Could we so, be but we could be being manipulated in some other way. Evidently, well, this calcifer, he felt the need to cloak his identity and take up the mantle of somebody else that Lars. we didn't even know. It's Lars, but why? Multiple like, times. He was a half-hobgoblin. Maybe he was just... Let's just find the taking, fucking... Taking yeah, I'm just confused. How, like, how was this linked back to Graf? And if and he makes it, like he Craig, makes it so hard to fucking talk to him, too. He's such a little asshole. Such a prick. <laughs> It's like he's constantly on poppers. Just fucking focus. Well, now the next time we talk to him, we know we know who the real one is. We can talk to him about the hobgoblins and be able to get on his level, maybe. Maybe he'll take us seriously then. Maybe. Let's find the forge. Okay. Let's maybe go. he but was in that vision. Were there any other hobgoblins there? The only thing that would make you? sense is if he was somehow... Uh, the antonym for ancestor descendant, uh, descendant. <laughs> it, the only thing that would make sense as far as a connection that I can think of is that he'd be a descendant of one of those hobgoblins or a hobgoblin that was related to them I mean Graf did survive we should have asked if he sired any children shit well, he, hey he was, barely, <laughs> he was barely hanging on that whole time just to show us the fucking... Thankfully... Never meet your heroes. Yeah, a really to... sad story. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's just find the soul forge. That's what we came here for. We're so close. That's what we came here for. <laughs> That's a good one, two more. Thanks. I slit my own throat. <laughs> <laughs> We're not the forge yet! <laughs> that was for <laughs> Um, Tomar and forge ahead. Herstag, give me... Each an arcana check. 13. Uh, 20. 20. Herstag, 
You see movement out of the corner of your eye while you guys are all kind of standing there. Magic movement? Perhaps. You look to your right. I'm trying not to make direct eye contact. Sudden moves, trying not to panic anybody. And you slowly turn and look, and you see what appears to be some sort of ghost-like figure uh, in armor. An older dwarven woman by the looks of it. And she smiles back at you, and she points to a sconce on the wall and disappears. I will never find it! (laughs) (laughs) And I start helping Willem punching the shard. Guys, what? What? Did anybody see that? What? Huh? There was a ghost of a dwarven woman. She pointed to that sconce over there. Did she look gruff but kind of hot? Like she could beat your ass? Uh, she was like an older lady, right? She was an older, older lady. I'm, I'm too young. <laughs> but, I mean, she was good looking for an older lady. She would, yeah, definitely beat me in arm wrestling. <laughs> um, so the scones? She was pointing at that scones. Yeah, why won't you? You all see which scones he's pointing to. Should we go pick it up? I'm going to walk over to the scones and I'm going to attempt to do what I did to the previous scones. Yeah. <laughs> well, what is opening? We just need to turn Why all the scones. like to make sconces like that you pull? I mean, if somebody found their way for, with the previous scones, they'd obviously be able to find their way with the next one. <laughs> it's not a... Uh, anyway, door opening. Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. sconces for dwarves are just doorknobs. So the <laughs> walls start to open in the center of the room, revealing a long passageway, well lit. Torches line the walls. Ooh. In the center of the room, the walls open. Sorry, but the sorry, the center wall in the back of the room. Oh, okay, the center of the wall. Yeah. I started walking towards it as it was opening. I'll follow. Be careful. And as you enter, you can see that this place is completely covered in like dust and in uh, spider webs and stuff like that. But you look down and you can see one set of footprints has made an imprint in the dust, leading all the way up the hallway. Are they hobgoblin? Footprints. Pinwin, what can you tell about those prints? Can you tell how What's old they are? Is that survival? Mm-hmm. Is this your favorite terrain? No, Pinwin. <laughs> 22. <laughs> 22. Uh, the person who left these left them not recently ish. And the, what does that mean? It means like. The dust has collected, but they're pretty clean where the Ooh. footfalls were. So probably within the last little while, maybe last few days or so. Ooh. Oh, that's weird. A few weeks, maybe at most. The person who left them, kind of a heavier frame, definitely, as if maybe they were wearing armor. Maybe they were uh, a larger person. Hmm. Some heavier person was here like just a few weeks ago. I put my foot on the footprint. It's pretty close in size. Is it like, like wide and 
big wide. It looks like a dwarf footprint or a stag. <laughs> I put my foot up next to it. Yours is way bigger than it. What's my foot? That checks out. Much smaller it. than it. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> um, Let's go. He's probably well, down there. Keep your eyes open for ghostly entities. I'm gonna um, that squint one seemed my eyes to be I'll be watching open. for traps yeah, I saw or it. anything. I, I had one eye kind of like really squinty. And one eye was kind of <laughs> like the eyebrow was raised, and that's how I saw it. So All right. If you just walk around kind of like this, one eyebrow raised. All right, proceed carefully. And you guys continue down this hallway, and you notice you pass a section where a tripwire has been unhooked. Ooh. And you can see another section as you continue down where a bunch of rocks fell from the ceiling. And you can see that the footprints moved around, and you guys kind of wedge your way around. <laughs> He's just dead under the rocks. Like, uh. <laughs> yep, found him. His first trap takes him out. And as you make your way up the slope, you come to a large door. Do you want to open it? Is there a sconce? Yeah, I think I'll turn it back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just got a ring to it. A ring oh. and handle. I will pull mm. it slowly open. All right, you slowly open it. And at, in front of it, you guys can see the fan-like imprint where it was previously opened. Not too long ago. And you enter into a large circular chamber, probably 200 feet across, maybe 50 foot ceilings, sconces all the way around. There are two large doors on the other side. In the center is a pit. And next to that pit is a skeleton in armor. Mm. What dwarvish, kind of- dwarvish seeming. Any other things on the armor that would indicate any loyalties or it to you two you recognize it as the exact same armor of the ghostly apparition that just appeared to you Herstag and you recognize it as the same armor that the ghostly apparition appeared to you Tomar when it gave you the butcher's armor it very much appears to be the skeleton of Chalcedony one of the bloody brawlers. Hmm. What is the area around her like? Uh, you can see that the footsteps went up to her and then diverged and walked through the right-hand door Who in the back. Be here? I think this can is we, her. This is Chalcedony, guys. What? As far as the footsteps go, can we get a understanding of like maybe like the gate of... like? the stature of the person that left these footprints? Yeah, Pinwin discovered that they were like a heavier person, and Tomar discovered that they were roughly the same size as his, so he's a, under the assumption that Romar. it's Romar. Okay. Pinwin, can you talk to something that's been dead a long time? I think I can just talk to them if they're dead, so... Or alive. Well, find out... I can talk to anybody. Find out how she died. Find out what happened. Oh, right. Okay. There is a <laughs> limited amount of Questions oh, yeah. you can ask, though. We could have asked. Uh, what's right, his name? How many questions, questions can you ask? I want to say it's either five or ten. We should five. say, is it five? We should plan out some good questions. We definitely now. should, because Pinwin kind of almost fucked it up last time. <laughs> going to ask things like, like "What's your mom's name?" <laughs> yeah, five questions. All right. Okay. We know it's Calcedony. Um How did I cast it last time? Do you know what happened to the Soul Forge? Yes. Um, well, how long ago did I really want to know who she made here? a pact to and why? Well, we can find out. So maybe 
How did she, she die? Didn't she come here hundreds of years after the Soul Forge? Died. Yeah. Um, so how would she know? I mean, she was around much more recently than we were. Well, so she might know. And she might care more because she's a dwarf. So what happened to the Soul Forge? What happened to the city, the people of Beldarok? Um, how did you die? How do we relight it? Relight the Soul Forge? And is there a way to do it without sacrificing? Yeah. That's a lot of questions for just one line there. Like, if we want to know about, you said you wanted to know about a. Uh, they have to be yes or no questions. What she don't made. Uh, no, I don't think so. What? You can ask. They can only be five. They're not obligated to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, you wanted to know. Can you combine that with zone of truth out of curiosity? I don't see why you couldn't. Not that we have zone of truth, but if it's a... <laughs> so yeah, we want you wanted to check and see what they made a pact, made a pact with. with. Like that's a, I think that's a good idea, and and if it leads to more questions, tough you might want to leave some open there. You know, uh, I don't know, man. Is there a, I mean, how many times can you cast that spell? I mean, I don't know. Um, it, I mean, I think I could cast it multiple times, but then if some big giant monster baddie comes up and then I need a spell, I won't be able to do it because I'll be too sleepy. So I don't want to do it a ton of times, preferably, if at all possible. Could you do it? twice if it ended up we needed more answers or she Maybe. seems like a really important figure well, in this hope plot. We should Let's ask see what happens the first, first questions. Okay. Um, Did you write them down? I have four. Yeah, the last one was kind of me. So I have who did she make a pact with? How did she die? what happened to the Beldarok and how do we rekindle the Soul Forge? Okay, here it goes. Instead of Beldarok, change it to Warcrag. I'll take out Like the, my... the Soul Forge. I'll take out my loot and start playing. Because they're probably connected? Yeah. Probably. Maybe we leave one free question just to see where... For a follow-up. Well, how many do you have? Because there were Four. some really Four. important ones. I mean, which... Oh, more important ones. Read them again. Who did she make a pact with? How did she die? What happened to Warcrag? And how do we rekindle the Soul Forge? Pinwin, you need to make sure you pronounce it correctly, too, because you might... What? And where is Warcrag? No. No. Ask, um... The one that you left out was, uh... What happened to the... The dwarves here? Wasn't that right? Well, doesn't that kind of fall in with, like... The Warcrag? Yeah. I mean, it's probably not a terrible idea to leave one open, as a, like you said, mm-hmm. as a follow-up, <laughs> just in case you need an explanation on one of the questions. If we don't have a follow-up one, then add the who she made a pact with, and uh, it'd be nice if we could ask why. But that's a, that's the first question on there. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. We definitely want to ask about that. Well, maybe well, then ask we could why. change the order That of could be these. the follow-up. Maybe she'll just tell Hopefully us. she just tells us fucking everything yeah. when we wake her up. Maybe we should start with 
with something like we have the the same goal or we're friends of some kind, like something to make her a bit more receptive okay. to us waking her from the dead to yeah, ask a bunch maybe of you rando could just questions. Tell her that so we're trying to stop friendly. a lich. We're trying to stop a lich. Hi, I'm Pinwin. We're trying to stop a lich. <laughs> That's perfect. I mean, her spirit has seen us already. But the spell specifies that it's what they knew in life. Nothing beyond that. They don't know what happened after they died. Because it's you're basically awakening their brain, not their spirit. Damn. Hmm. Yeah, it specifies okay. that. That's weird. Also, you should be history. aware... It specifies that you can't cast it again on the same corpse uh, within ten days. Within ten days. Oh, looks like so we only we're shoving her in the backpack. I figured, figured that. <laughs> Put her in your bag. That you can just spare. I mean, if we just your take massive the skull, bag that you can yeah, shove stuff in and then it gets off. little. Are there any rules against uh, like desecrating corpses? Yeah, is that like a well, dwarven thing? If or? she's a door, she'll want her remains uh, burned to ash. Um. In so the we, Soul Forge? I mean, that'd be the best place. Most modern dwarves just do a funeral pyre. Well, yeah, then we should take the corpse with us. If we could just huck her in if we get it going. We got the, uh, you've got to quit saying You've got that, that bag, right? Hucking that so much stuff. shit today, oh, and yeah, it cracks me up every time, uh-huh. no matter what it is. What about that armor? Is that armor useful? Can we tell the... Quality of the armor. Jesus, You're gonna just... steal her okay. armor. Are we okay? Let's talk to her first. Okay. Uh, the quality of the armor is Shoddy. old. I mean, it was probably good in its time, and it's not like it. It's it would have lost its luster, but I mean, most of the bloody brawlers had some pretty good gear. So, I mean, none of us would fit in that anyway. <laughs> so what you're saying is, it's dope as fuck. <laughs> it's pretty pretty cool armor. How much um, can we sell it for? I mean. We've never needed money the whole time we played this. <laughs> I don't even know why we get excited about getting gold. Like, ooh, money! <laughs> what if it's like the best? But if we get rid of all of our gear here in the Soul Forge, we'll need to buy gear, so we should yeah, think of that money. Yeah. We could even <laughs> use that to make some new enchanted armor. All right, let's just wake her up. Okay, I'll take out my loot and start to play. Wake me up inside. <laughs> uh, kind of somber tune. Okay, so a somber melody floats out of the lute, uh, combined with magical energy, which we establish Pinwin's magical energy is what color? Blue. Blue. Uh, starts to weave around the corpse, and you watch as the skeleton's head snaps up. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. Uh, what's, oh, fuck, not again. Hi, sorry to wake you. Oh, fucking, ah. Uh, Hi, I'm Pinwin, and uh, we're working on trying to defeat a lich. Wait, uh, uh, Pinwin, uh, what's with all these people waking me up? Have you been woken up before? <gasps> Pinwin, you God. fucking dumb little Damn bastard! It. You, you messed yeah, the, it up. that fucking of a, of a dwarf woke me up a little while ago. I mean, ago. that's good to know, though. Yep, yep, it's paying off. Script. Stick See? to the script. Oh, the script. Oh, oh, I shouldn't ask the name of them. No. These ones are more important. Okay. Damn it. We'll have to maybe get back <laughs> to that. I okay. knew Benwin was going <laughs> to do right. that. Um, <laughs> you can encourage somebody to reveal information without asking a question. 
How do I do that with this? Honey, wait, what? Do you want to know? Oh, Just fucking get on with I'm it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to wake you again. Um, Who did you make a pact with? What's a, that's a kind of a personal fucking question, don't you think? I, do, I don't know much about pacts. Uh, they seem to know an awful lot about me. I imagine one probably ah, fuck. Well, I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Fucking the last guy. He said it was a few hundred years. So, okay. I imagine my reputation precedes me. I'm Cal Sydney. Um, I want I'm fucking packed. <laughs> let, let me get my fucking bearings here for a second. Can you? Sure. Got a real mouth on her. <laughs> That's okay. We can't She's hear it, by the way. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well, I'll. Can we hear Pinwin when he everything. asks questions? Yeah. Okay. And I'll relay what she's saying. She's getting ready. <laughs> <laughs> I made a pact with this stupid fucking uh, sort of fair creature thing. He uh, promised to bring me my uh, husband back if I did his bidding. Oh. And uh, I, I, I don't. Th- it never worked out. It's just a big loud mouth and, and everything I did wasn't good enough. It wasn't uh, fulfilling enough for him to help me out. So I just, I kept having to help him out. And, uh, yeah, I know that he claims he came from the starlight plane, though. Oh, fuck. Hmm. So I relay that. <laughs> okay, so wow. that, that's... Shit. It's a good thing we didn't make a pact with him. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he doesn't follow through. Ooh, we almost did that. What an asshole. Um, anyway, um, how did you die? Well, that's the same question the other bloke asked me. You're not friends with him? Uh, no, we don't really know him, I don't uh, think. Fucking fine. How did I go reiterating myself? I was attacked here, um, on my way to the Soul Forge, and, uh, it was by some fucking, uh, white-fleshed dragonborn folk. He, uh... Some kind of wizard? I don't know. He didn't really answer any of my questions. He just came out of nowhere. We had quite the battle. And uh, he ended up obviously winning. Because that's the last thing I remember is a bright flash. Okay. Hmm. So, relay that. A dragonborn wizard? Dragonborn wizard. That's what she told me. Is it fucking I could ask her to affirm, but it'll probably count as a question. No, don't ask a question. I won't ask it. Already did that. Look, I um, never uh, trusted that motherfucker. Wait, tell, that tell, can't be. Unless he went back in time. Tell tell her, oh yeah, I'm familiar with that white-scaled dragonborn. And see what she says. What oh, What did Arlo I look think, like? What color were I think scales? I'm familiar white. with that white-scaled oh, dragonborn. shit. Oh, are you friends with him then? Have you come to finish the job? You just want to mock me and then bring me back so that you can kill me again. No, he told me to say that. I'm sorry, I don't really know who he's talking about, but maybe he knows him. I don't know. But anyway, I have some (laughs) other questions for you. Fucking carry on. I'm so sorry. Um, what happened to War... Craig? War Craig. War Craig. Not Craig. War Craig. What happened to him? I mean, the stories talk about how... And he, I didn't. I came here myself to, to find out, but I had a. I learned a little bit about the destruction of my people. That's the whole reason I came here in the first place. Um, apparently, uh, Veldon. I'm sure you've heard of Veldon. Mm-hmm. He came here, um, and uh, he asked the the dwarves to forge him a weapon, and uh, 
That's apparently what ended up being the downfall of the dwarves. This weapon, whatever it was, uh, ended up destroying us all, scattering us, sending us out. Hmm. Some sort of some sort of weapon. I, d- I don't know exactly what it was, but it's quite powerful if it's able to fucking look at the pl- the uh, the state of this place. It's all fucking singed and yeah, it's, all from a weapon. Wow, it's 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 fucking miserable. Yeah. Huh. I'll relay that. Guys, do you think that's the same weapon that they were using to blast people? Oh, fuck. Or that, um... The thing... That disc that that dragon was carrying? Yeah, When we were outside Starhost a long time ago, there was also a, like, a crazy machine that was shooting powerful blasts. That looked like it could have resulted in the same sort of damage. Sure. Hmm. So, you're I'm doing supposed, great, Penwin. I'm supposed to ask how we rekindled. Is that right? Yes. Last question for you, and then you can go back to sleep. And no, I think we have we're two going more, to. Don't we? No, this is the last. And then one. I think we're going to burn your remains because I heard they said that's what you want. Is that what? You, nope, nope, <laughs> oh no, 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 never mind, never mind, never mind. Um, who? Is that what I would? No, we were thinking of um, burning your remains because I think that's what you want. You want. I, if I had the opportunity, I'd like my remains burned so I don't have to get Perfect. fucking waken up by all these stupid right. shite heads that are constantly asking me fucking questions. Yep, so last question. Is she grateful? The other fucking dwarf and that fucking Kinda. Uh, stupid little hobgoblin <laughs> bitch. Mm-hmm. Are you I want to ask a question. She said a hobgoblin bitch woke her up. Say, <coughs> tell her. What's the last question we have? How on do there? we rekindle? Is the question. That's a really important question. No but she might not know. She doesn't seem like well, she knows. Orbel's trying to think of a way Just to. Just phrase it not as a question, more like a command. Like, rekindle, how do? <laughs> no. You're no. very, I mean... very <laughs> Just say, like. Wow, a hobgoblin bitch. That's interesting. Wow, a hobgoblin bitch. That's interesting. Well, maybe bitch was a strong word, but that's a uh, hobgoblin boy. He act like a little, uh, just a very, very bitchy personality. Wanted a lot of questions answered and uh, wanted detail, and it was just very exhausting to have to deal with him. Hmm, hobgoblin boy. And he was a jerk, basically. That sounds like someone they grew up with. Say that. That sounds like someone they grew up with. Who? Oh, these over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, couple of dwarfs there. Handsome blokes. Mm, tell him handsome. Tell him I think they're <laughs> handsome. She said to tell you that she thinks you're handsome. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll just kind of wink at her. You both got to, um, you got a peculiar look to you. You both got that footspot. What'd she uh, say? What'd she saying? She's. She said you have uh I'll relay it. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the exact word. Peculiar look about That's us. it. For some reason my brain went to familiar. You have a familiar look. Are you high <laughs> right now? Did you this What is did you my do life? before? I am 100% sober. I can't even do I can't even drink. Tell her that they have strong dwarven roots. They have strong dwarven roots. Hey. The one, definitely an iron fist, I can tell just from looking at him. She's the other one, I'm not so sure. Hmm. She doesn't know who you are. 
but I'm handsome. <laughs> you handsome <laughs> mutt. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Tell her his name. Herstag. Well, this is Herstag, and that's Tomar. Oh, Herstag. Like, named after the, the, uh, the first king and the last king. Yeah, interesting. Named after the first king and the last we king. We know that part. I know, but, <laughs> I, but I mean, still fun. Should I ask the last question? She's been kind of fun to talk to. Tell, tell her that we grew up with the pushy hobgoblin named Calcifer? Do we say Calcifer or Lars, do you think? Posing as Calcifer. Okay, yeah. The, we grew up with the pushy hobgoblin named Lars, but he's posing as Calcifer. They think they grew up with the pushy hobgoblin that they think is named Lars or Calcifer. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think his name was Lars. I think that's uh, I think that's what his name was. Little little shit. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. And and wouldn't surprise me if he's calling himself Calcifer. The most famous hobgoblin makes sense. Yeah, mm. tell her that he's trying to enact a ritual to awaken the ancient gods. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying to enact a ritual to wake the ancient gods. <laughs> oh, fucking heard that story before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we are milking the shit out of this spell. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> On the last question. Yeah. <laughs> this is like giving me a bit of anxiety. I'm scared you're going to put a question mark on me. I know. Every yeah, single I'm time. super scared. Every single time. <laughs> you like finish a sentence and I can like feel you for some reason wanting to follow it up with a question yeah. and I'm like ready to throw something at you. I have a question, an out of character question. With that spell, does the spell just end after you ask that after they fifth question? answer that fifth question. Oh, so if we have like, if we want to dig for more, we've got to do it now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, do you have a last question for me? She's wondering if I have a last question. Can I ask it? Just say you really enjoy talking to her. No. I just really enjoy talking to you. You're fun. Well, at the very least, you're a lot more polite than the last few that have wakened me. It's, it's a surprise that nobody wants to fucking burn my fucking corpse. No, that's think, so terrible. Especially with the last one, a handsome one too. I think he was an, an iron fist as well. But uh, mm. he, fuck, you know, he, he didn't even want to fucking burn my corpse. He said, uh, maybe. That's what he said. He said, my, jeez, oh, fucking. I think he's just a little conflicted and saucy right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. He right. seemed a, a bit moody. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that much. Mm-hmm. That's what we're picking up on too. Shit, good call. Ask man. her if she ever heard of a way to reignite the Soul Forge if it ever went out. Because she might not even know it's completely out. Have you heard of a way to rekindle the forge if the it went forge. out? The Soul Forge, yeah. Have you found a way to rekindle... Heard of. Heard Have of. you heard oh, of fuck. a way? <clears throat> Rephrasing. Have you heard of a way to rekindle the Soul Forge if it went out? Hey, that's the whole fucking reason I was here. I came here because (laughs) I came here because I learned that in order to rekindle it, in order to stop what needs to be stopped, and all that mess that I'm sure you're all aware of, yeah, has to be, in order to awaken it, the uh, blood of Agram and Hammerhand has to be activated, has to go into the forge itself, and uh, that's the way to start it. Again, 
you have to, you know, use Agraman's lineage in order to activate right. it. It's right. nice talking to you, though. And then the corpse immediately. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll relay that Here's last bit. Here's the thing bit. we should have led with. <laughs> we'll make sure that your corpse is seen to and that we'll burn it if you tell us how to rekindle the soul forge who killed you how did you die i forgot to roll inside <laughs> <That's brilliant. laughs> after the fact everybody's like ah oh, the perfect way to <laughs> let's just wait 10 days and do it again no Man, well, that's that's to i'm going to go really bunk up by the crystal Next fucker campaign you need to take speech with <laughs> uh. Shh. I like the element of Pinwin doing it because yeah, Pinwin's the wild card. Complete added tension. <laughs> yeah, <to> that, right. <laughs> Immediately, it yes, was like question. it was like when Gorbel said, "Sure to get the thing pinned on her." Yeah. No! yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. The first off of that question, unplanned question. Immediately. Do people normally <laughs> wake you from the dead? <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, however, fucking zero it to twenty. It, 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 it did pay off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we know bit, Romar's yeah. here, but that was so. And definitely also that somebody else. <laughs> and Lars did. And yeah. I'm gonna she said gen- a few. I'm gonna gently gather her remains. Yeah, but you that's can good. keep talking. Do you want to put them in the bag of holding? Maybe your armor. Okay. Her bones will fit in my bag. I don't get to put much in my bag. Here you go. Is your bag? Like a safe place for bones. Mine's yeah. mine's kind of empty. So, what's an you don't unsafe? need her bones. What, what's an unsafe place she for bones? A, like a busy bag. Pinwin has a whole <laughs> bag of holding that's empty. Fine. And I throw her femur in. There's a fucking bone. No, no, no. You huck it. I in. huck a bone in. <laughs> Very respectfully, huck a scapula. Tomar? What do you know? I'm sorry, I just interrupted everybody. <laughs> I'm like dying to ask. What do you know about fuck? What's his first name? Agraman. Agraman. What oh, do you know yeah. about Agraman Hammerhand's lineage? Mm-hmm. That's tricky because he's the all father. He's the father of all of us. Technically, we're all so like any door. His children. I don't know if he ever sired actual children, but they wouldn't have been dwarves. He wasn't a dwarf. Oh, it's too bad what we was didn't he? have six questions. He was something else. He made us in his image, but he wasn't a dwarf. He was larger than us. and So he was bad at what he did. So how Why did we get... Say so? <laughs> sometimes, Willem, like... Sometimes I just want to strike you. <laughs> he made us in his image, except he looked nothing like us. <laughs> so would any... If he's the father of all dwarves, would any dwarf blood work? Presumably, based on what she said. So, um, Romar's blood. Mm-hmm. Shit. What do you think <laughs> Romar is trying to do? Uh, I don't know. We got to find the forge. I didn't he's even think about that. probably got a trippity trap set up for you, and he's... Now I'm Probably. very We've got to go anyway. We've got to go to the forge. We can't just mm-hmm. leave. Okay. We're not going to leave, but now we know that he is here, and there's a good chance that if he hunch. didn't have any other dwarves with him, there's a very good chance that he's possibly waiting here for you, knowing that we're probably not that far in tow. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he's also, like, pint-sized and... Yeah, we're going kind to of kick him way. in the... Wet. Blow some <laughs> dust in his face. His allergies are probably going crazy. Yes, <laughs> I mean, he used to be sickly, but something changed him. He's different now. 
Well, and he has something weird magic that I haven't seen. Something before. else is about to change him too. Because we're gonna and push him into a you fucking still forge. don't want to <laughs> kill your brother. No, I don't. Well, and we don't know why he's here. Maybe, maybe he has stay here. Maybe he has good motives mm, for lighting. Let's go okay, to the forge. The one time, it's like eh, he might be a baddie. <laughs> you you guard the entrance here, and we'll go. You're crazy. I push in front. <laughs> you follow the footsteps to that uh, I, door. I just look at everybody Fuck else like, yes. <laughs> I'm going to walk with my, my ghost seeing eyes. Uh, Gross! <laughs> raised. Yeah. And you open the door, and it's another large chamber, very similar to this one, kind of strafed off. Is there another corpse? We can get more information. <laughs> there is not another corpse in here, but the runes all over the walls are so it's in the same shape and similar, but there's a very drastic difference in this room. Is there are statues all around it depicting different dwarves with tears mm. carved to depict that they have been crying. That is terrifying. Mm-hmm. The runes indicate that this is the Hall of Lost Souls. And oh. in the center where that pit was previous in the previous room, this one has a small little fire pit in the center. Previously I, on the Pit of Lost Souls. I go and inspect it. Okay, you can see that there's some charred remains in there. A uh, body, bones. corpse? <clears throat> Not anything recognizable. Little bits of bones and stuff. What is this place? All lost souls. That's who, what the sign says. Who are the lost souls? What would constitute a soul to be lost? Yeah, what? Yeah, how are they lost if they're here in their home? They could, this could easily be where maybe dwarves that got disowned were deterred because they weren't allowed to be burned in the forge when they died because they betrayed mm. work. I might have encountered some of their spirits in the ethereal plane now that I think about it. Do you have any names or faces? If you're wandering the ethereal plane that long, you don't have a way to communicate anymore. That's why you're a lost soul, essentially. You're just... Where do uh, dwarves normally go when they die? The Hall of Champions. I think you told me that before. Where the Allfather lives. That is the saddest thing. Well, they shouldn't have fucking betrayed the dwarves. (laughs) Assholes. Um, says a dude who's promising a soul to a yeah, rock. Aren't you? Are you? <laughs> oh, not all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only a little bit of a traitor, bitch. <laughs> only 25 Benedict. <laughs> Arnold. Uh, let's pass through here. Like this place gives me the willies. Shimmy on okay. through. And as you you move through, um, Tomar, give me a perception check. Gorbel as well. Can I like kind of glance at the faces of the statues to see if I recognize any of then, the faces? Then if you're do- if you're doing that then I'm not even going to have you do a perception check. The first thing you notice is a very similar uh, or a very familiar statue with tears running down its face of someone you met only briefly a few years ago. You look at a depiction of Maria Iron Fist. Who's that? Oh, does Tomar notice? I rolled a 26. You notice as well, Tomar. What? Is that his mom? 
No pinwin. That <laughs> lost love. How, how is she here? Oh no. What happened? Oh. Tomar? Do you think. Do you think the people here were burned in this pit? And do you think. Do you think there's a chance of communicating with them? With Pinwins? Speak with the dead ability? I can't pretend days. I should so. specify that there are, there are hundreds of statues in here. So, oh. FYI. So. How What'd did you we say? notice that very one? Speak with the dead has to be a corpse. It can't just be like a spirit or... It can't are be there like a bone sar- fragment? Are there sarcophagi? It has to have a mouth to speak. Are there sarcophagi? Uh, there are. Oh, fuck. Are the statues... Oh, fuck. How... Who would have put her in here? I don't understand, because... I thought the dwarves... This place would have been sealed for years, and well before she died. What would she have done to betray the dwarves? You didn't see what happened to her, though, did you? Yeah, but who fucking came in here and made a statue out of her and put her in here? Were there... Could there have been survivors? Of the... Of whatever happened? I... I'm gonna examine the statue... To see, like, is it freshly made? Like, why? why do you <laughs> Give me an investigation what? check. I'm gonna scope this out too. I yeah, want to gonna... do a history check on that stone to see how freshly carved it is. Oh, Twenty-three for man. investigation. Twenty. For Twenty-three. Okay. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Roll the natty twenty. Natty twenty. For history. Damn y'all. Oh, that I, corner of the table. Am I rolling for history or investigation? Uh, investigation. That sucks. I would have hated 21, that Twenty-one because I only have a plus one to history. Oh. <laughs> Not this corner of the table. Stone cunning. Nothing. Mm-mm. So those of you, everybody basically, but Gorbel. <laughs> <laughs> this. Uh, some of these statues look very old. This statue does not. This statue doesn't... It hasn't been here that long. Maybe a few years. Can we open it? Um, you can make the attempt. I mean, is there like a handle or... There's a... There is a like a kind of a ledge behind the statue itself where the sarcophagi would be. Just kind of like a door. So the corpses of the lost souls, they are not burned? No. That's terrible. I mean, keeping them in here is kind of a way of honoring them, you know? I mean, they could just huck their bodies down the mountain. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Love that word. But, I mean, they they haven't deserved a right to be burned. But she died after the, the... After the mountain died, like, was inactive. So they could have just put her in here because they thought it was where dwarves go. Who knows? Does Romar know about Maria? No, there's no way. So are you thinking that somebody is active in here? Or somebody is doing something around here, like creating statues of... Could all dwarves be connected to this mountain and there's some sort of like tally that (laughs) some sort of like maybe like a magical entity keeps track of some fucked up Santa Claus (laughs) 
And if something, if they do something that it doesn't like, fashions a little statue of them. That's disturbing. I don't think so. I've never heard of anything like that. The most likely thing is that somebody with her survived, brought her here or something, and moved on. But if somebody with her survived, why wouldn't they have burned her? Why would they have gone through the trouble of making a statue of her to be considered a lost soul if the lost souls were people that betrayed the dwarves? Who was with her? Betrayed their dwarven heritage. uh... A smattering of people. Uh, Her brother, Darren, was there. Um, Did I meet Darren? Yeah, he, yeah, but that's not very the briefly. He, he seemed was, like fine. But the question isn't. He was fine, but no, I saw him after we left. He was one of the only people that I saw get out. But the question isn't who could have survived. Who could have done this? Well, if there was somebody with her that survived, why would they go through the trouble of claiming she would have been a lost soul? Make claiming. There being the implication that she betrayed either someone dwarves. knows what this place is and were, was doing it with a personal vendetta in mind, or they just didn't know what was here and they just put her here. Well, it look at like this. What if she made crafts a work too? on this stone? It resembles a real person. It's a very, very accurate depiction. That's to the a, point. This that isn't the work of some random person. This is. I could stone shape something like this, but a lot most people don't walk around with that ability. I'm gonna walk up to the statue mm-hmm. and cast identify. Easy, on buddy. It. <laughs> Watch where you're touching. <laughs> Just right. right on her boob. Identify. Identify. I hate us. <laughs> um, Not as much as me. Um, So you cast Identify? I do. This was organically crafted, not by magic. This definitely has no magical quality that you can identify. Somebody definitely whittled this shit out of Beechwood. (laughs) That would have taken... She didn't tell me anything about this. I talked to her spirit in the ethereal plane. She didn't mention anything like this. What if it happened afterwards? That's... It's true. But someone would have had to have taken the time to craft that. That's really fucking creepy. That's um, super weird. Is, we this, need to is this a statue? We need to we need to we need Penwin, we need your help again. <laughs> I can't a, I can't talk to Dan again for another No, you second. can't talk to the same corpse. Oh. You can talk to her though. Does this count as a corpse? We have to open up the sarcophagus. Just remember. Is it a sarcophagus? We I'm getting the impression that it's just a statue. <clears throat> well, he said there a was a sarcophagus, sarcophagus there. behind it, mm-hmm. but I just asked if it was a statue. Yeah, it's a statue, and then it's in fr- it's like a like kind of like the tombstone is of the you depiction of the person. Fucking houndstooth cunt! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I don't know what that means, but should I be? Offended? I like it. <laughs> I'm gonna try and pull it out. Okay, so you it, you. I grab Tomar's arm. Do you really want to do this? Lean in. Tomar, this is why she was in the ethereal plane. Well, yeah, her corpse wasn't burned. Do you want us to maybe open this up? No. 
Okay. Are you sure you want to do this? I just pull it out. (laughs) And you look in, and there you find nothing. It's completely empty. Hmm. Okay. Okay, That's not what I was expecting. (laughs) Tomar, as much as you don't want to hear this, man, I think somebody's just trying to fuck with you. They're trying to throw you off balance. What else is in the room? In the room? Yeah. Hundreds of statues. Is there another exit? There is another exit. To be fair, once you cast Stone Shape, the magic goes away. It, it actually, it's not magically holding it in that shape, so it could have been cast or created magically, the statue. There might be, I just really don't like the thought of, you know, some twisted dwarves from long ago living down here this whole time and carrying on without Are there any the words soul forge on her resting place? On hers, no. <clears throat> I'm just going to wordlessly walk towards the next door. Okay. There's a, another large door. This one's made of stone. Looks very heavy. And you can see that that's where the footprints lead. Is it pushy or a pulley? Pulley. I'm going to fucking pull the shit out of that. <clears throat> All right, so... The door opens very slowly and roughly, and you look out into a large cathedral hall with a stone staircase. This is another, of course, because it's dwarven crafted. It is a huge hall, empty, but with the stone staircase leading up and as high, like higher than you can see. Torches line the place, and you can see footprints going up, but now... When it gets to the footprints, get to the stairs. You can see that there's not much dust on the stairs. It only goes up. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I go up. Do you guys follow? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm gonna hold up Carefully. the rear. I'm I'm still kind of holding back uh, because I'm curious. There wasn't anything in that sarcophagus. No. I want to check, like one of the adjacent ones. Okay. Just to see. Okay. All right. So, I'll, I'll hang back with. Okay. So there is a there's a statue of a, a dwarf also crying, um, shorter beard, um, with like a weird like, almost paintbrush style mustache over the top of it, uh, and one of his eyes is closed and has a scar over it, and you slide the coffin open, and inside is a corpse, a very badly in, like deteriorated skeleton in armor. And you can see on the face of the um, corpse, there's like a shallow slice in the or in the in the skeleton's head, mm. in the skull of it, matching what you would imagine would be the de- depiction on the statue. Okay. I just push it push it shut. Just wanted to make sure that they weren't all empty. Mm-hmm. All right. Is yeah. everyone else in the room other than Tomar? Or where's everybody else at? I'm with Tomar. Okay. I'm behind Tomar. I'm going to play catch up. Okay, so you guys all get to the stairs, and as you step onto the first stair, you hear something behind you. And Tomar, you recognize it immediately. Fuck. And you hear a voice that says, Well, hey there, Milkbeard. And you turn around, and you see the spirit of Maria Ironfist in the doorway. 
Can any of us And that's it? where we're going to end for the Fucking fuck! <laughs> wow. Yikes. I would have seen her first because I had my ghost. <laughs> I think you all saw it at the same time. Oh, so we could see it too? Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, you can all see it. Oh, God damn. Man. Oof. Wow. Woof. Woof indeed. It's pronounced yep. wolf. <laughs> have fun waiting till next week folks <laughs> we will we've gotta wait two weeks yeah God it's gonna be hard damn cliffhangers let's we fucking record another one uh, <laughs> three day weekend <laughs> I kind of want to <clears throat> are you gonna dull out experience homeboy no I'm letting you guys kind of absorb I'm sad <laughs> <laughs> good I've done my job with a DM second hand sadness yeah, I'm spooked and I'm sad for Tomar. Mm-hmm. All the S's. Thank you for using the nickname that I told you to give her Aww. to me. Give me. There's, you had a few in there, but yeah. I figured that was the most like kind. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Um, Do I want to know how <laughs> milk beard? Is that what I heard? Tomar drinks rum and warm milk all the time. That's his like go-to. Okay, it's not because you got like some other white. Because <laughs> creamy liquid in your beard. No, Billy. I, I nursed, it's I not nursed her for four months. <laughs> um, so yeah, had, had a little accident. Uh, Twenty five hundred experience points to you all. Um, another you know plot role playing heavy episode, but those are necessary. I know. Um, mm-hmm. And we're gearing up, you know, towards the. Well, I'll just say this off, so you don't have to edit it out. But well, now we have to edit that out. So do it. <laughs> that's one of your. Sometimes super, I say your superpowers is like you. You say things that you super don't have to, <laughs> and it's like we. You could have just not. <laughs> well, I was. I thought about it while I was saying it, and I was like, no, because there's a lot of times where I'm like, edit that out, and then you guys leave it in, and I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I'm just not gonna do it. Anyway, um, uh, make it not blah, blah, funny. Blah. Be be less funny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so extra experience. Um, wow. Uh, Having adding lore to the stuff that you added that I didn't know about, like relaying my interpretation of it to them. Yeah. You can have 200 experience points for that. That's important. And, and was I on the nose at all? Uh, what are you talking about specifically? Like the hall of lost souls. Yeah. Yeah. You're pretty much dead on on that. Uh, uh. Um, <laughs> it's worth doing it twice, I guess. Convincing Penwin to use Speak with Dead in the first place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that you can have an additional 200 experience points. Uh, For miraculously being named after the first dwarf <coughs> king. I don't think that counts. Mm. Yeah, he just mm-hmm. added that. <laughs> that's so uncanny. That is interesting yeah, that's that you cool. were the first king and I was and the, last. the last king. Yeah, whoa. First egg. Oh. First day. <laughs> uh, I will give you 100 experience points for that just because um, of your reaction to it and the fact that it, it kind of added a little bit. You know, I can't give it to myself, so I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't die this episode. Oh, yeah. Um, 100 experience. Yes. Wait, what? Just kidding. Don't put 100 experience. <laughs> My name's Willem. <laughs> <laughs> nah. 
I didn't kill any of my friends. <laughs> We're just doling experience out for existing at this point. Uh, well, Pinwin using Speak with the Dead. That yeah. was good. 200 experience points. And then Gorbel coming up with ways not to ask a question. 200 experience Willem points. Willem also. Mm-hmm. Willem also, 200 experience points. Willem, you can get an additional 200 for checking another sarcophagus. Thank you. How about asking a question when I wasn't supposed to? Negative. Be- for P- Pinwin being Pinwin, <laughs> you can have 50 experience points yeah. because it actually ended up being a really good question to ask, surprisingly. <laughs> it could have gone really bad, but that was... <laughs> Where'd you get your hat? That was. <laughs> Hi, what's it's, your name? I it's know a your funny name. story. The world-ending bad guy gave it to me. <laughs> his name is this. This is where you can find him. Here's his address. Uh, but no, that was actually one of the questions I was hoping you would ask, and you did it on accident. Oh. So congratulations. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> we all did a pretty good job questioning Calcifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the original one. Yeah. yeah. OG Calcifer. Yeah, you guys can all have 100 for that. You guys, actually, no, you can all have 200 for that because you've learned a ton of information from that. And while you guys were arguing, he went away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll see you. <laughs> Please don't desecrate my arms. <laughs> Telling um, everyone about my soul being split. A f- a, an actual like good reveal that you've been holding on to. Yes, you can have a hundred experience. Wait, points. who didn't know about that? Everyone, Everyone. but you. Are you sure? Uh, Pinwin and Gorbel knew. That was it. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Pinwin might have. Yeah. yeah. Well, how much was hundred? Smoochie, Herstag, and Willem do not did not know. No. Mm-hmm. And Zyko, I guess, because he's there. Zyko. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Zyko. We didn't do our. Fuck. We got to keep an eye on Zyko. Seth likes to. Or every other minute Zyko check. He's in a fucking, like, crying statue. (laughs) (laughs) Every once in a while I worry about Shadow, too. Because I forget he's there sometimes. You're a bad friend. Her side, maybe the bell idea or the tethering idea with Zyko wasn't such a bad. (laughs) Zyko's still with you. Hush. It would have been demeaning, though. That's true. Yeah, and, but he, and shadow still he's there. okay having yeah. a flower crown, so who cares? That's my choice. Yeah. yeah. Is that a tracking flower crown? <laughs> <laughs> Got a bell on it. <laughs> <laughs> bell sprout. Yeah, if you stop smelling flowers, <laughs> look around real quick. <laughs> what else do you deserve experience for? Oh, nothing. Yeah, I think that I didn't listen. really do anything. Oh, uh, Pinwin and Tomar, you can each have. 100 experience points for discovering that Romar was the one who had gone through there. Okay. I thought we already knew that. No, they figured out based on the tracks and like size and everything like that. There was a suspicion, but that's a pretty much a strong confirmation. Yeah, I thought we were just like going in with that (laughs) assumption. (laughs) Well, she, uh, Michaela figured out the, that Moonreach and, uh, Ka'alu were the same thing because she, she thought that that's I don't know how she figured that out because I thought maybe I accidentally dropped a hint but no I just make wild assumptions and then in my mind they're just the truth and <laughs> it was the right one so <laughs> she was she was telling me about that and I was trying to because she wasn't going to be there so I was telling her what was you know r- the rough touches that I was going to you know light upon and she didn't seem impressed at all and I was, and she had just assumed that that was the case she's like did we already know that I'm like no <laughs> yeah no but now i have to double check to make sure that's the, <laughs> that's fact <laughs> uh, all i can think about is ways to fuck over 
the corpses and not ask questions, <laughs> but like make them like goad them into saying information. That's you just like, stare at them as if waiting for more answer. Like, no, I'm just oh, like, oh, I'm mean, just like obsessed with it now. Like, oh, all you people waking me up from the dead to ask me questions, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, right. Like you get a lot of people that wake you up from the dead. You know? <laughs> Being really I sarcastic. Do. I exactly. really do. Uh huh. <laughs> Prove it. I'm sure you know all their names too. <laughs> exactly. No, I. I bet exactly. the the hollow lost souls would be a good way to get information because you could just offer to burn their remains so they right. could go mm-hmm. to the hollow so they, Yeah. Exactly. Um. We so, could do that and, out of yeah, human and decency. Thought about that after the fact. After we asked the last question, I was just like, oh, "Fuck, we should have just led with, we will burn <laughs> your corpse if you tell us X, Y, Z." Oh well, she told us some live and learn. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys ready for the MVP scene? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. All right, it's time for tonight's most valuable player character. Oh, this one's really hard. Yeah, it, it's, it was a good one for everybody. Um, Telmar is one, Herstag's two, Pinwin is three, Gorble is four, and Willem is five. You will hold up the finger on the count of three of who you think is tonight's most valuable player character, allocating 500 experience points to that person. I'll give you a moment to think. All right, you guys ready? Ready. One, two, three, vote. Oh, we've got two votes for Pinwin, and we've got three votes for Tomar. Willem, why'd you vote for Pinwin? Uh, without Pinwin, we wouldn't have been able to get any answers to any of those questions, and we'd kind of still be in the dark. Yeah, that's a very solid point and a great reason to vote for somebody. <laughs> Tomar, same question. More importantly, just for the the fun of the episode, yeah. Pinwin adding tension to something as simple as asking questions we pre-planned to this thing made it way more meticulously pre- pre-planned we were immediately was, like no there was a literal <laughs> script in front of Pinwin yeah. yeah. Pinwin would not be a good telemarketer <laughs> yeah that does add like a, a very engaging but a, element but a great improv actor <laughs> um, yeah, second city uh, second deep mister Herstag, why'd you vote things. for Tomar? Um, he was doing the whole lore thing, you know. He f- figured out how the uh, the Lost Souls room worked, or whatever. Um, he, I really liked his acting um, during one of those scenes. What was it? All of them, because I'm great. <laughs> there was one specifically where you got upset by something. That's always. <laughs> there was a really good one. Can't remember exactly which one. It, it was. was so good, I forgot. Yep. <laughs> Wipe my memory clean. There's just so much. There's so much going on. It's hard for me to remember. But <laughs> he, was, he was good. He was my favorite. Um, <laughs> Why'd you vote for Tomar? Yeah. Good role play being all like torn inside and sad Tomar um, and plus like you found out about Maria and stuff and that's pretty heavy and you did good with that and yeah lore stuff pretty cool and Gorbel same question why'd you vote for Tomar so it's kind of tough between Pinwin and Tomar because I think they both added a lot of understanding to the whole situation but I had to I had to go with Tomar because he just like kept adding stuff that like 
none of us knew. Mm-hmm. So his knowledge of the Belderock is super, super useful to us. And it was his idea for me to speak with the dead. I, yeah, maybe we would not yeah. have done that. He's kind of, I mean, he's sort of the, the captain of this mission right now. All right. So tonight's MVPC is Tomar Ironfist. 500 experience to you, good sir. What the hell are you doing? I was just waiting for my air to run out, but it wasn't. (laughs) I stopped. I think the scene I was talking about was something about Tomar's mom. Wasn't it? The campfire? Did you find find out something about? Nope. Mm -mm. Fuck. What was it? (laughs) It was the Mario statue. Yeah, Pinwin mistakenly thought Mario was (laughs) Bergamot. Yeah. Oh, that got me confused. That was the one. Yep. (laughs) Although, you know what? I'm going to some post XP here. I'm going to give 30 experience to Willem uh, because of how angrily aggravated you were getting with Tomar's, like, in you, I think in your mind, like, blatant, uh, like, disregard for his own life kind of thing. Mm. You were getting, you like, yeah, actually cool. yelled, which was good. And I'm glad you didn't yell into the microphone because then I would have given you negative experience. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, cool. Well, thanks, that's Brady. it for tonight. Uh, thanks to Chad Piper for the intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for doing all the background music. Thanks to you awesome listeners. Please like and subscribe to all of our social media. We've got Twitter, Instagram, we've got a Patreon, and we've got a Facebook. And go to www.d20syndicate.com, and you can actually listen to episodes there if you're listening anywhere else. But uh, you can also check out sweet uh, extra content. We've got some like character profiles. We've got some other cool zany shit so check that out um it's definitely worth a look um other than that i think that's it for this week's episode i'll see you guys next week we all will i am your host and dm seth and thank you for listening to the d20 syndicate podcast where we go on adventures so you don't have to goodbye Pigeon Lady from Home Alone 2. Brenda Aww. Fricker. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say Brenda Fricker, but I was like, her name her name, her, her last name is Fricker, and I, every time I looked at the back of the box, I'm like, ha! Fricker? I can say Fricker, and I won't get in trouble. <laughs> She's a real Fricker. Gotta find the loophole. Yeah, that's a really weird sure cast Bridget list that I upset. did not remember. I, I remember Danny Glover and Christopher Lloyd. That's it. Before our mom let us swear in front of her, we could oh, say Fricker. <laughs> so like we would censor all of our swears, so we'd essentially be swearing at each other, but we would just say like Fricker instead of Fucker. Mm. There were others. We I think we said Schmidt <laughs> instead of shit, and that made it really funny. <laughs> What the fuck is going on with this schnit right here? <laughs> I just schnit myself. There's schnit everywhere. <laughs> Clean up the schnit. <laughs> you stupid.
stupid mamba fricker. <laughs> you stupid mambo futon. Frick is a funny sounding word. It definitely like it. is. Frick. Went to school with a bunch of kids with the last name Frickson. Yeah. Eric Frickson. <laughs> Eric Frickson. Ashley Frickson. Mother Frickson. Mother. <laughs> mother to Frickson. <laughs> I worked with a guy whose last name was Ficken. <laughs> and it means to fuck in German. Of course. <laughs> <Ficken>. <laughs> Named his son Vader. <laughs> Vader Ficken. Vader Ficken. Talked to a lady with the last name On Dick the other day. Oh. And it's spelled On Dick. Oh, no. How did you pronounce it? The she, first time. I, I did not have to, thankfully, because when they call in, we have to ask them for their first and last name. And she was like, on Dick. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and the name of the employer that sponsors the plan you're calling about today? <laughs> 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 just the Austin Powers, just. <laughs> we, uh, we, one time, we were, when we were on the road, we had uh, a customer, she, she bought some stuff and. Her name was Meredith Dick. <laughs> and I just thought it was so funny because I kept in my head saying it with a lisp, like, if you love the dick so much, why don't you Meredith Dick? <laughs> uh, shout out to Meredith. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Meredith Dick. <laughs> in Illinois, I remember exactly where it was. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, now we can't keep that in. <laughs> just that, edit that part specific. out. They're going to yellow pages Meredith Dick and... Draw a bunch of cock and balls on her door. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably more than one Meredith Dick in this world. In Ma- <laughs> Edit that part out. Oh, edit that too. <laughs> oh, shit. Scrape this Schnitt. whole thing. No. <laughs> now oh, that I think sh- about it, Schnitt. just bring the whole thing down. <laughs> Our podcast turns into us being like, Frick, Schnitt. Just to get a, that family friendly right. rating. Yep, yep. <laughs> is that shit. Schnitt. Do they fuck. really? I mean, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> bench. <laughs> bench. <laughs> you stupid bench. <laughs>
a sun my, hat. Yeah, like, in my imagination. I'm and just reenacting. Cat eye sunglasses. <laughs> I'm just imagining, reimagining the the scene from You're the Godfather, the but with Tomas. <laughs> so he puts one tiny glove on each finger, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and get a bunch of thorns in my the palm of my hand. <laughs> worth it, worth it to see those azaleas grow. 